Hello, welcome back to another episode of Not All Who Wander Are Lost. I'm Jay Cook. I'm your host. I am not an astrologer. I am the astrologer. Um, If you would like to do a reading with me, you would like a consultation with me, you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com slash J-S-U-N astrology. That's J-S-U-N astrology. That's all one word. You can message me and we can set up a consultation. So tonight's topic, I'm going to be discussing about why I don't start discussing people's chart with their rising sign or their sun or their moon. Particularly why I don't start with the rising sign and why I start my charts in the 12th house. And the reason that I do that is because the 12th house represents your inner self, your hidden self, your hidden talents and gifts and abilities. Represents parts of yourself that you may be repressing. So, that's why I like to start there. You know, if you are a Cancer rising, let's say, and your path in this life, the Ascendant is the path that you walk, is to create domestic ties outside of your immediate family. So, the people that you were born into, sort of the tribe or the family unit you were born into, you sort of have to leave that and create those family, familial type connections, create roots in that type of emotional connection with other people outside of that main unit that you were born into. So it's like to go and recreate that would be your path in life, an oversimplified form of it anyways. And with that being said... What good is it to know, you know, what your path is if your ascendant represents your path in life? What good is it to know, you know, the path that you're walking? What's the point in discussing your path if not all of you is walking it? And so why do I say not all of you? And that's because if you're repressing parts of yourself, if there are parts of yourself that aren't being expressed, and that doesn't just start in the 12th house, but that's just where I prefer to start. But there, you know, there could be aspects in your chart that lead you to project qualities that you have onto people in your life, or to repress things that, qualities that you have that you don't like, or that you really wish you could integrate, but are afraid to, because early in your childhood, it was frowned upon for you to be assertive because you have Mars on the 12th house cusp. Or because you have Mars aspecting Venus in, in you know, a square or an opposition. And you overly identified with Venus to survive in your early childhood environment. And so now you're not assertive or aggressive. And then, so there's a, a major part of yourself missing. And then you go... And I start talking to you about your personality. 
which I mean, yours is highly individual compared to everybody else. So just because you have cancer rising and your son in Scorpio, like that has absolutely nothing to do with somebody else who has that same combination. You know, the relationships between your planets aren't the same as theirs. Nobody born for thousands of years after you will have the same chart as you. So what's the point in going over a personality profile or, you know, printing yours out online is, you know, it's good to print it out online and familiarize yourself with it. It's good to know traits and tendencies that you possess. You know, there's no such thing as bad information. But why are you going to sit down with a professional astrologer and then I'm going to start where you could have got your printout online? That wouldn't make any sense. And, you know, I, I've discussed in this episode because somebody asked me that. You know, why don't you start in the first house? Why don't you start with the rising sign? And it's a good question because it makes sense to start with the rising sign. But it's not how I prefer to do things. And I think that that's for good reason. So when we're discussing things on your 12th house or different aspects and how they get buried, you have to be aware that astrology can really point out to you a lot of the different things and qualities that you may have, maybe hidden in latent talents that you don't develop because early on in your life, these things weren't valued. So let's take Sagittarius on the cusp of the 12th house, which corresponds to Jupiter in the 12th house. And let's just discuss that. Like those are your values. You're more inner-oriented. You're very focused inwardly. You probably reject the values or the belief system that was pushed on you by your parents. You probably struggle with that. And you probably find it hard to outwardly express the inner value that you feel and cultivate. And, you know, now I'm challenging you you know, if let's say you're a Capricorn rising, it's like now I'm challenging you, challenging you to walk that path without any idea how to solve that problem that I just laid out in the 12th house. And it's like, well, if you had Mars in the 12th house and you had Taurus rising, solve the problem is like, to develop your identity and then to assert yourself, to allow yourself to express those parts of yourself that weren't allowed expression in childhood by being more assertive and being more aggressive, but, you know, in a healthy way. Healthy aggression versus, you know, being overly aggressive to the point where people just start combating you. But it's okay to be assertive and stand up for yourself. And then with your Taurus on the Ascendant, it's like self-validation 
So instead of making up your personality by the people around you and like not your personality, but your self-worth from the people around you and what they think about you, you would just validate yourself and start to walk that path to what you really value based on what you feel is valuable. And then your ability to work with others would then be enhanced because you're not eroding yourself to do it. Venus rules Taurus. Venus wouldn't want to erode itself and completely merge with another and lose themselves in the process. So this is all good stuff to have in mind as we, you know, go through these podcasts and we start to get deeper on some subjects. It's good to know maybe a little bit about my process and how I work and why I choose to do things the way that I do. And eventually maybe some of the things I do will change as I learn and grow, which I do every day. I might find better ways of doing the stuff that I do now. But after years of study, this is how I choose to begin a natal chart and a reading for the people that I sit down with. So if you do decide to message me and get a reading or consume more of my content, at least you know sort of where my head's at when it comes to the beginning of a chart. But that doesn't mean that I would recommend starting there when in your studies or if you're going to learn about yourself. It just means that's where I start because of my understanding of the, the natal chart itself. So I'll keep this short. I just wanted to go over that, discuss that. And then we can get more in depth with that process if you guys want in a later podcast. I can lay out more information and we can dive more into the rising signs. If that's what you guys choose, we can pick apart each rising sign. And we can start to relate it to the rest of the chart. So it's just a brief overview. Um, hope it was helpful. And like I said, if you want to get in touch with me, facebook.com slash J-S-U-N Astrology. That's facebook.com slash J-S-U-N Astrology. All one word. All right. You have a good night.